the new home of UTEP Niners football and UTEP men's basketball. The Orange Revival is on 600 ESPN El Paso. Say thanks to me like a cowgirl would. I do tricks for you like a cowboy shoes. Welcome back, everybody. It's hour number two live from uh, Fun Rockers here on the west side of town, 5030 North Desert Boulevard. Make your way on down and uh, join us for the second hour of the Don Haskins Show. Your opportunity, you could win a $50 Border Bucks gift card from Howdy's. You could win a pair of tickets to the Miners and SMU. You could win tickets to the iOS Amigo Air Show, the 25th Silver Anniversary. So a lot of great prizes that that are still up for grabs right now. Plus, the caller of the hour will also win that $50 Border Bucks gift card from Howdy's Food Marts. We still have copies right now to give away of Glory Road, and we're going to be selling those for $15, personally autographed by the bear himself. So if you want to, if you haven't been able to get the uh, book Glory Road, we have, uh, I believe, uh, less than 15 now for sale. I don't know, but about 15. The, uh, they are $15 each, and uh, Coach will personally autograph those for you. Also, we got in the bar here the Yankees and the Tigers. And hopefully we can get another uh, couple of these TVs on the, ba on the baseball game because I can't really see the score, what inning it's in. So I'm not really sure on that. 0-0, zero, zero, what inning, guys? Bottom three. Okay, thank you very much. Hopefully we'll get the rest of these TV sets on that Yankees-Tigers baseball playoff game. That's on here as well. Folks, we got uh, Dollar Miller Lite drafts throughout the show till 8 o'clock. And if you mention the bear when placing your order, save 10% off uh, your meal from Fuddruckers, home of the world's greatest hamburgers at 5030 North Desert Boulevard. They also happen to be home of some of the best charbroiled steak platters you're going to be able to try, including the Fudd's T-Bone Steak, the Rucker's Ribeye Steak, the Signature Sirloin, the New York Stripped, also uh, chopped steak and uh, some other great items, including fresh salmon fillets and chicken tenderloins, all here from Fuddruckers, home of the world's greatest hamburgers. We just had a chance to uh, sit in with Ben Collins, and uh, right now we want to welcome our uh, second guest, a man that really needs no introduction because for a lot of UTEP fans familiar with the 1966 championship team, they will know the name Joe Gomez. Thank you. Uh, someone who has uh, been instrumental in organizing team reunions. And uh, Coach, I think it's pretty safe to say about as big a minor basketball fan and sports fan as you're going to find anywhere. Uh, no argument from me. The only thing that I didn't like Joe for, there was one thing. I got to hear this. You know he used to run the uh, Sun Carnival Tournament. Yes, I do. Get the teams and all that. That's right. I remember one uh, year, uh, most of the time when he was running, one year we had Ohio State, we had Clemson. Who else, Joe? Northern Iowa. I think we had Northern Iowa. No, we too, didn't huh? have Northern Iowa. You See, were I'm never that old. nice. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's two Big Ten teams. Oh, it's Michigan. Michigan. Michigan, Ohio State, and Clemson. 
two Big and Ten a, teams in an SEC. Oh, he did it. He did it every year. Yeah. Every year. Name some more. We had South Carolina. We don't want to remember them because that was That's George uh, Felton's second year, and they won the tournament. Who? George Felton was the coach at South Carolina. He won the tournament that that one year. I don't uh, remember that. Had Dave Bliss at SMU. Uh, Gosh, we had Bobby Cremens. Georgia uh, Tech. Yep. And uh, it, it was always a couple of uh, three teams from power conferences. Well, that makes it the most fun. He stacks the deck, gets a great tournament. Yeah, did he? he I'd like to see him try to sleep in that fort. Because I used to go into it thinking, God, I hope we can win one. But uh, it, it was a great tournament, got things going. And, has really tailed off, and uh, I, th I don't think it's any, uh, uh, you know, I, d I don't think it's Sun Carnival's fault. Now we got uh, tournaments in Hawaii, got two or three over there. We got them in Alaska. We got them in Fairbanks, Alaska. Yep. We got them in Puerto Rico. So, uh, they're all over the place. But oh, the point is. Joe, you, first off, let me formally welcome you to the Don Haskins Show. It's great to have you here. Well, thank you very much, Steve. Coach, um, when Steve called me, I'm honored to, uh, to be sitting We're here. We're honored to have you, Joe. Thank you. Were thank you, you ever, uh, by the way, and, and, and I'm going to get to the phones in a moment, so if you're on hold, keep uh, just waiting for us a little bit. Be patient. We'll get to all of our callers at 880-5763-880-KRD. Were you ever afraid having to... Uh, Tell the man every year which teams were coming to the uh, Sun Bowl tournament. Believe me, I, it, would, it scared me to death because I had to do, well, we, we really had a fake coin flip because I knew better than, I knew two things. One, I knew better than to put a certain, you know, any particular team. I wanted, I wanted the, the minors to always be in the finals because after all, it is our tournament. Mm -hmm. So I... The other thing I learned was that if, if there was a possibility that a particular team could be in the finals against coach the next day, I would never put them in the locker room next door to coach. Smart move. Did you ever realize that, coach? Did that, did that one ever dawn on you all these years? Why, why Joe? Well, one, strategy. Two, you, th uh, you thought they were listening to the keyhole or what? Oh, yeah. I thought they'd be listening to the keyhole peeking through and... Nice. You know, but no, I did that. Uh, we did that deliberately, and that was kind of a carry-on tradition to make sure that. Oh, Joe, you know, every once in a while, not maybe all the time, but you'd get somebody from somewhere, and it would be the only opportunity that we would have to get to play uh, uh, maybe a team from the Atlantic Coast Conference, Big Ten, uh, Pac-10, and... Uh, uh, it always helped us. It always helped us to play one of them. And, uh, uh, but most of the time, it really didn't make a damn who you played because there was always three good teams here. I don't remember. Uh, I don't recall one time having somebody, um, maybe in later, later years, Northern Iowa might have come, but I don't remember. I think it was after I left. Uh well, it was the same case with, like, uh, Cal from the Pac-10. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lou Campanelli was the coach there. Southern, uh, Southern Cal was Southern there. Cal. Wake Forest. Uh, we mentioned Georgia Tech. Michigan. Purdue. The last time Purdue played here, 
I took Gene Cady to the airport and I said, can we send you a contract for a couple of years? And he said, absolutely not. I'm through playing down here. Uh, well, he learned, uh, they, 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 I guess, you know what, getting him here the first time is, is probably the easy part, but getting him back might be, was it a challenge or did some teams like the hospitality so much, Joe, they wanted to come back here? You know, I, I think probably the one selling point that we had was that they didn't want to, they didn't want to come out and call coach or call one of the assistants and say, I'd like to schedule you because then you get into a home and home type situation. But they all wanted to play coach Haskins, regardless of what they said, because every team had young kids and they wanted to make sure that they were playing against some really tough defense to get them ready for the, you know, for their conference schedule. So uh, really that was my single biggest selling point was the fact that they would get to play, you know, a, a Don Haskins coach team. And, uh, you know, and of course there was a lot of times we had to do a lot of convincing to get Sorry. them here, but, you know, they came. I had one deal with Joe. Let me hear this. What was the deal? All right. I told Joe to make sure that all the other three teams went to Juarez the night before a game. <laughs> and I, w I would check and see where ours were. That's a great deal. Oh, yeah. That's a true story. I said, you know, I said tell all these hosts, tell, take them to Juarez. Yeah. And uh, I've been on the committee. I've been to Juarez. Well, so you know with all the teams. about it. I know exactly what that's all about. Who are you uh, escorting over there? Over the years, I've escorted St. Joe's. I've escorted, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other teams that I was with for a few years, but I was there in the uh, mid to late 90s, and I uh, was a part of that uh, Sun Bowl hospitality with the basketball tournament. Really? Absolutely. A couple of years, I was UTEP when you were coaching, and you never went to Juarez. I noticed that. You were always the one uh, that never, uh, never took that trip. Phone call right now, guys. It's uh, Todd, who's been waiting patiently from the east side of town. Todd, uh, welcome. You're on with the Bear and Joe Gomez here on the Don Haskins Show. Hello, um, Mr. Haskins. There's a question I've been wanting to ask you for many years. Never had the opportunity to ask you. I know that um, you won a national championship with um, Texas Western here in El Paso, and it's been wonderful that you had the loyalty to stay here in El Paso. So I'm sure that many many um, colleges have tried to get you to lure you away to go uh, um, coach other places. And I'm just curious to what, what colleges um, have had talked to you throughout the years that you basically said, no, I'm staying right here in El Paso. Um, you know, the only way you get a raise really as a college coach is to uh, get your name in the mix, uh, get it out to uh, AP and UPI and, and uh, um, I think I wasn't very smart doing that, but I had a chance to uh, go to uh, to Oklahoma State one time. Yeah. And uh, of course, I went to Detroit for a day. But most of the time, when somebody called, I just told them I was happy here and didn't want to go. And uh, um, the longer you know you stay in El Paso, the longer you want to stay. You know, after I retired, I could have gone somewhere else. I could have moved out of town, but uh, two of my three kids are still here in town, and um, I, I, I love El Paso. There you go. There's your answer, Todd, and I appreciate the phone call. 880-5763. 880-KROD. 
Let's move on to uh, Louie, who's up next on a cell phone. Louie, thanks for getting through. You're on with the Bear and Joe Gomez here on the Don Haskins Show. Hey, uh, Joe, how are you? Hey, Coach, how you doing? Fine, good. Thank fine. you. Listen, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of chime in and, and, uh, and uh, on some of Joe's comments. You know, I was, uh, I was very fortunate uh, to have been a member of that basketball committee for many, many, many years. And uh, loved, loved, absolutely loved every minute of it. But one of the things that I found when, when we were trying to recruit coaches into this tournament was just an absolute reverence for the coach. And, and, I, and I don't mean to be um, um, pulling at your tail too much here, coach, but the fact of the matter is when, I, and I can tell you specifically, a fellow like Jerry Dunn uh, from Penn State, I know you remember when they came down I sure uh, for the tournament. And, and, uh, Jerry, Jerry, and, and uh, all of his uh, uh, contemporaries just had an absolute reverence for the fact that that they were coming down to El Paso to play against the coach and to play in his tournament. I mean, it was his tournament, and uh, and and for me, Joe, that was when when I was trying to sell a coach on bringing him down here and bringing school down here, and and that's one of the things that we found that that helped us probably more than anything that that, that I could uh, put my finger on. You're absolutely right, Louie, and then that's what I was kind of trying to say earlier, that a lot of the teams uh, uh, would want to come down, or the coaches themselves would want to come down and play against Don Haskins' team because they knew that possibly, or, or if not for sure, we're not going to find a, a better defensive team. Uh, and Louie, I tell you what, I remember you well, and you did a great job, and you grew within that organization to eventually be president, and I'm so proud of the fact that your start was at uh, with the Sun Carnival Basketball Committee. Well, thank you, Joe. Louie uh, is the president. He used was to be. the president, yes. yes. I'll be there. Yeah. Hey, Louie, thank you for the, for the call. Any other questions? No, that was it, Coach. Thank you. Have a good evening. Hey, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for the phone call, Louie. Appreciate you getting in. 880-5763, 880-KRD. We need to take a break. 20 after the hour, the Yankees have now taken a 5-0 lead on Detroit. It's in the third inning, and uh, Giambi just uh, homered. A-Rod's up. We'll take a break, give you an update, and yeah, continue with yeah. more in a moment from Fuddruckers as the Don Haskins Show continues right here on News Radio KROD. The new home of Utah Miners football and Utah men's basketball, the Orange Revival, is on 600 ESPN El Paso. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue live from Fuddruckers, home of the world's greatest hamburgers. It is right now, in my opinion, home of the world's greatest talk show, the Don Haskins Show here at 5030 North Desert Boulevard. It's Fuddruckers West, East and West in El Paso, but we are West every other Tuesday night for the Don Haskins Show, continuing our conversation right now with uh, minor historian Joe Gomez, a man who also responsible for cheering up for so many years the Sun Carnival and you just for the first time sign is that is that the first basketball you've autographed or have you signed more before that that's the first one I've ever signed how do you like that I was believe me I was flattered uh, I was so nervous I dropped the, the cap on the pen well having your name right next to the bear uh, I'm sure a, a fitting tribute for you because you have had over the last I would say 20 years, but 
let's go back a little, let's go back less and go the last couple years since the movie's come out, a chance to have some unbelievable experiences that has included a trip to the White House, um, tons of time spent with the filming of this movie. I mean, you look at Glory Road and what it's meant to not only all of El Paso, but to you personally. You were an extra in the movie also. Um, is it everything you hoped it would be? Steve, it's been a, an incredible ride, and uh, the most exciting thing for me has been the fact that uh, I was a student. I admired the coach from a distance. Yes. And in the last nine, ten months, uh, I've never enjoyed him more. Okay. Well, never enjoyed him more. It's been, uh, it's been a great ride for me because I did know the players, but I've had a better chance to get to know Coach Haskins and uh, – uh, he's flattered me at every chance in the last nine, ten months, and uh, he's been great for our for our town, for our university. You were a student in 1965 and 66, and you had. Um, did you have any idea at the time the significance of what that year and that uh, and that ultimately that championship would, would really mean not only to El Paso but to the rest of the sports world? Not. Not the, the, the sociological uh, significance that, you know, that, that really took place later on, but uh, I want to tell you that, that Coach Ben Collins was one of my coaches and one of my uh, teachers because I was a physical education major. Yes. And I was totally enthralled with the basketball team because my locker was right outside of the cage. There was no such thing, right, Coach? as a locker room. It was a cage. And my I had a permanent locker with a with a lock on it yes so there was i got to enjoy a lot of things that were being said uh after practices and so on but i i, I, bet I missed some of those joe <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I'm glad i did but you know uh i forgot we did have uh, lockers like a cage yeah first come here yeah those guys ought to go look at our locker room now well now they're talking <laughs> coach about yeah. Players' lounges with plasma oh, televisions. Oh, I know it, and bean bags to sit on, and all that stuff. Um, now things have changed. Yeah, that's for sure. But some things haven't, and uh, that is uh, winning basketball here at UTEP, a tradition that really uh, was first started by yourself, and now here we are, 45 years later, and you look at Tony Barbie and the program through Doc Sadler and, and through also uh, Billy Gillespie, and, and you know, winning basketball is, is something that I think is synonymous with UTEP. Well, I'll tell you what, the guy that really started that, uh, I don't know who coached for George McCarty, but uh, George won the Border Conference a year or two, now they had the Arizona, Arizona State, Texas yeah. Tech, right. pretty good conference. And uh, George never gets credit for having the first black player in the South. That's Charlie Brown. Uh, Joe, do you recall? Sure. That's 56, 57. And uh, uh, Charlie set the tone here. You know, he's a great student. Everybody got along with him. So when I come in and start bringing in black players, really wasn't that much problem here in town. It might have been out of town, but not here. We talk about the 66 team and before we went to break coach asked about the memorabilia collection when did it first dawn on you to start saving keepsakes from that season and, and that championship team joe steve I, uh, I majored in history and i was a physical education minor and wanted to be a coach so i wanted to be to hang around and listen and learn so to me being a history major it was immediate 
that's why I have the original Prospector. That's why I have an original Sports Illustrated that's never had a stamp on it or anything else. Uh, it, it was an immediate, immediate deal because, again, I'm a history major, and I, when I was a little boy, I collected stamps, and I know about history and so on and so forth. So to me, it was immediate in terms of this was a team with, before the sociological or, uh, impact about it. I was just a historian, and I wanted to collect those things. Coach, you've seen his collection. How would you describe it? Fabulous. It's unbelievable. I had no idea. I kept hearing about it, and I finally went over it. And it's not just 616. And uh, it's, uh, Joe has uh, pictures of players of a lot of teams, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, it, it's a museum. It really is. It was on display. Speaking of museums, it was on display at the El Paso um, Art Museum here not too long ago. I know that the, uh, I think it ended about a month ago or so, and along with your artwork from your younger years. And uh, it was, uh, I think that's also nice because El Pasoans had the chance to get a glimpse of, uh, some, of the, some of the items that you have when uh, it was displayed. Well, it was at the Adair uh, Margot Gallery and. Right. Uh, uh, I was at the basement, Coach. I would, that's where they had me. They put me down in the basement. Put you in the basement? Put me in the basement, which is perfect. Because that's where I really needed to be. But it, it gave me a chance to let some people see some of the things that I have. That uh, It was for the love of that team, uh, the love of the coach, the love of the university. And I think one of the things that we, we, we have to live on is tradition and history. And I yeah. think that, uh, that's what makes everybody care about the university and every other school in the country has tradition and I always felt like we were kind of lacking in that so I wanted to for a while at least carry the torch for that your favorite piece of Texas Western memorabilia well there's two one of them is an original program from the uh, championship game from that night okay and the other is a piece of the uh, coaching box from Coldfield House, it happens to be that coaching box where Coach was standing on, and I have a piece of, uh, of that floor. Uh, in 19, I think 92, 93, when they picked up the floor, they always replaced the playing surface, but yes. they had coaches' boxes they never replaced. So when they replaced, when they took up the floor completely, I got to get a piece of the floor. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I knew he had everything else. I should have known he had that. Yep. Um, Joe, I'm gonna, uh, this could cause a big argument, but uh, I noticed you're wearing an orange shirt, uh, national champion with, uh, uh, you can get those down at uh, Kelly's Flower Shop, my friend Beto Fournay is here, and uh, I, I have a hard time with the blue. Well... <laughs> I'm I'm a traditionalist, and I me too. I would love just the uh, just the orange. And in fact, coach, I got to tell you, I got this shirt from Beto. I bought it. But the but the greatest thing about Beto is that, you know, he didn't want to tell me that I was supposed to be here tonight, but he did call me to make sure that I wasn't taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come think of it, the last two times I've called you. Uh, your wife has told me that you're taking a little snooze, <laughs> and that's the truth. 
All right, guys, let's take another break. When we come back, final 30 minutes of the Don Haskins Show, 8805763. If you want to get through to the coach or to Joe Gomez, questions, comments, this is the time to do it. $50 Board of Bucks card from Howdy's on the line for the caller of the show, which we'll announce at the end right here on News Radio KROD. The new home of UTEP Miners football and UTEP men's basketball, the Orange Revival, is on 600 ESPN El Paso. Welcome back to Fuddruckers here on the west side of town as we continue 7.36 now, 25 minutes away from the top of the hour. Yankees still in control, 5-0 over Detroit. You want to come on down and join us in the bar? We'd love to have you folks. All you got to do is uh, come down and say hi. 880-5763-880-KROD. Our telephone number as we continue with uh, Joe Gomez. Let's go next to uh, Adam from the east side of town. Adam, you're on with the Bear and Joe. How are you? Hi, how's it going, fellas? It's going, Adam. Doing fine, doing fine. Coach, I just had a question for you. Uh, during those uh, wonderful years of basketball in the 90s uh, that you were able to help UTEP get to all those Sweet 16s and NCAA tournaments, what did it take from you as a coach, and what do you think it will take from Coach Barbie for us to return to those types of teams? And, like, what the, like, how did you help with team chemistry, and well, what was different? You know, the first thing you got to have is good players. And uh, the second thing is you got to have good luck. Uh, you know, some close games, one goes one way or another, 92. We got beat by Cincinnati in a one- or two-pointer and yeah. uh, come down to a couple calls toward the end. But now I have been in games where I got a call or two at the end. You know, so all of that... Uh, Kind of evens out. It, it evens out. It really does. Now, Doc Sadler, um, Joe, have you been over and watched the guys work out a little? Uh, a bit of, a couple have times. You? Yeah. And I understand Doc left some pretty good talent that he brought in. Brought in some good talent. Yeah, he, and, uh, and I think uh, they tell me Coach Barbie uh, is pretty hard on them, runs them, and uh, they're doing a lot of drills and those things. And See, the rules have changed. There's a couple times a week you can have your entire team doing that. I'm glad that didn't happen when I was coaching because that made me come off the golf course quicker. <laughs> Good question, Adam. We appreciate the call. And, hey, thank, uh, thank you, you very much, in. Adam. 880-5763. 880-KROD. As we continue, come again, please. Let's go to Roy from the east side of El Paso. Roy, thanks for the call. You're up next on the Don Haskins Show. Coach Joe, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys. But I have a question. Uh, it's, uh, I know there's usually always been uh, an El Paso win that you know usually wasn't tall enough or good enough. But he'd uh, he he'd get out there or, or you know volunteer his time on the practice squad or um, you know help out. Uh, who who kind of stood out or you know who who do you remember the most that uh, was the gut, gutty, gutsiest that 
you know, that just put out his time that never got any playing time. Uh, you're talking about walk-on guys? Yes, sir. I had a bunch of good walk-ons. And you got to feel for these guys because they love to play. Most of the time are not on scholarship. You know, I just talked to a guy. Now, there's been a lot of them. Jimmy Holmes. Uh, I can't tell you how many. But uh, Jimmy Holmes now is a, a judge here in town. But uh, uh, there was a kid when we were, uh, the mighty NCAA cut us uh, down to two scholarships a year for what they said assistant coach gave a car ride or two and uh, uh, some uh, fans had picked up players at the dorm. It was okay to feed them, but you couldn't uh, pick them up. You couldn't give them a ride. So anyway, when we had uh, two, uh, when we had... uh, Two scholarships a year. I'll never forget it, kid. And I think he was from Sunland, Fernie Hernandez. And Fernie, to this day, is still playing pro basketball down in uh, uh, in Mexico. Talked to him just the other day. And he is still playing well. One of the biggest targeted players. You didn't ask this question. You were talking about walk-ons. But I'll never forget, I was going over to Austin High School to watch a kid by the name of Gabe Nava. And Gabe could really shoot, you know, and uh, I didn't find too many guys who could shoot. So I'm over there, and every time I went over, there was a, there's another, the other guard couldn't shoot, but had a heart as big as the seat of my pants, and his name is Beto Batista. Mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. anyway, uh, New Mexico, Nora Mellenberger got uh, uh, Gabe Nava, and uh, it was in June, and I still had a scholarship left. And I thought uh, I had uh, Beto's number, and, and I was just kidding him. I said, uh, Beto, if you and your dad could be over in 15 minutes, uh, <clears throat> both of you have to come. I'm going to sign you. Uh, and uh, they both come running in the door, breathless, and I was just joking. But... Uh, um, he wasn't a walk-on. He was on scholarship, but uh, uh, probably would have come out and been a walk-on beat somebody out. Yeah, those are the un- unappreciated guys. Yeah, they are, except to, uh, uh, you know, coaches appreciate them. I know, oh, definitely. you know, like uh, uh, guys on a team that work hard every day and, and never get to play much, and I always tried my best to, uh, um, well, first off, you don't want to beat anyone bad as you can. You don't want to embarrass them. But right. if you can get all your players in, because they are the guys that are going through uh, uh, practice time, just like the people that play all the time. And it, it kind of bothers me when I go watch little league teams play. And uh-huh. uh, uh, half the time, these guys, the, the coaches are fathers. And they, uh, um, you know, they don't let all the kids play all the time. And I just wish they could change. I wish yeah. they could change that around. But uh, I always appreciate. It's a very good question. Never been asked that before. But walk-ons, um, I tell you what, um, and they're out there still. How about Rudy? Wasn't he a walk? Yeah, walk-on? he was actually. Rudy wasn't even <laughs> yeah. a walk-on. Rudy just was a guy that helped out and was able to get on the team like yeah. that. Walked on as... But, uh, the, you know, there's well, you, a... You, J- you've, had, you've had plenty of Rudys in your time. Well, 
uh, I appreciated him very much, even though a lot of them didn't get to play. I remember uh, in the 60s, Togo didn't get to play, but I've yeah. never seen a guy practice any harder than he did. And uh, uh, you remember Ar Red Orbach, now you might be too young for this, but when he had a game one, he'd put his cigar in his mouth. That meant the game was over and he played everybody. Well, uh, uh, most of the time, you know, two or three or four of the guys on that team didn't have a cigar, but yeah. it was a good idea. But I, I love to get to play them all, every man. Nice job, Roy. Thanks well, for the question. Thank you. Right. We'll talk to you later. 880-5763. 880-KROD. Tony's up next on a mobile. Tony, you're on with the Hall of Famer, Joe Gomez. Welcome to the Don Haskins Show. How are you? Fine, you guys? Doing fine. Good job. First of all, I got a question for uh, for Joe, and then I got another question for uh, the coach. First okay. question for Joe, uh, where can I see that awesome uh, museum uh, display again? Uh, as soon as the uh, the new basketball complex is, uh, is built, uh, there's going to be a room there for memorabilia, and I've committed to give all that stuff on a loan basis to uh, the university. So that'll be the, that will be when everybody will get to, to see a lot of that stuff. Okay, Joe, great. That's, now, awesome. that's awesome. I didn't know that. Now a, coach, a question for the coach. Uh, give us a, a good uh, story about uh, a fishing or hunting uh, trip with old Bobby Knight. Ah, Tony wanting to know about hunting and fishing with Bobby Knight, the general. I had uh, Knight down here dove hunting one time. And he absolutely was the worst shot I've ever been with. And he got a little upset. I told him, I said, if we get in a war night, I want you on the other side. But now since that time, like everything else, uh, he, uh, you know, if, uh, if he can't do it, he's going to conquer it. And I understand he's a heck of a shot today. But one time we were fishing, and uh, I fell in the, it was in the Chalmer River, and he and Ellenberger stood on the bank and uh, uh, decided whether or not to help me out. I think you already heard that story tonight when we talked to him. But uh, he is a really a good guy. He comes across the wrong way a lot. Uh, he's been burned so many times by the media. But uh, really and truly, he do, you know, if he's your friend, believe me, he's your friend. Nice job, Tony. Thanks for the phone call. 880-5763, 880-KRD. Let's take our final break. When we come back, more phone calls. We'll wrap things up with Joe Gomez and continue with more of the Don Haskins Show from Fuddruckers, only on News Radio KROD. The new home of UTEP Niners football and UTEP men's basketball, the Orange Revival, is on 600 ESPN El Paso. About six minutes left to go here on the Don Haskins Show. We also have about ten books left. So for any of you who are looking to add Glory Road to your collection, we've got ten left right now. Fifteen dollars. Coach will personalize them, and he's been personalizing them all night long. And uh, I love it, folks. Uh, soft cover copy of Glory Road, the autobiography of the bear, written by Don Haskins and Dan Wetzel. You want it? Fifteen dollars. We've got them here until we wrap things up. 
from Fuddruckers on the west side of town. Joe, as uh, we continue our, our conversation with you, um, you've been instrumental in the 1966 team. I know it means a lot to you, but I also know that there's probably nobody out there that means anything more than the man sitting next to you right now. He's been a, like I said, I've known him for 40 years, but really only known him for the last nine months because I always felt like you, uh, you sort of admire people from a distance. You get to know them a lot better. And when you talk about the relationship that you guys have had over the last nine months. I told you I didn't like him when he's bringing all those good teams in. over. You there. like him better now, don't you? Yeah, I like him better that. now. Because you're and, not coaching and, and he's not doing what, the tournaments. The coaches here ought to like him better too. Don't, tur <laughs> don't turn him loose with that job again. <laughs> when you talk about the 66 team, is there anything that was better to you than the 20th anniversary when you first put that very uh, first reunion together in 86? No, to me, there wasn't anything better than that, that first, uh, that 20th reunion because, uh, well, in the, in the 25th, because we had everybody here. All 12 players were here. Uh, everybody, you know, of course, we lost Bobby Joe, but that probably, I think, uh, Coach, wouldn't you think that, you know, Frank Arnold was really good to us that day that let us take 45 minutes at halftime to hand out the rings. Yeah, um, that, w that was, uh, that was very nice. Was he the coach of He was coach of Hawaii. Hawaii was last in the conference. Oh, that's it was the right. last home that's game. Right. Yeah. And I remember knew. that. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things we keep talking about, 66, and I think Joe will go along with me. Now, that team won, and they get. I, I, real, I feel really bad about teams we've had over the years who were excellent. Mm -hmm. Like in, uh, um, in the 60s, we had a chance we could have won it a couple of times. And they kind of le get left out. Yeah. And uh, um, back in 57, when Charlie Brown was here, George McCarty. Uh, but a lot of teams get, get left out over the years. And um, um, I guess that's the way it goes. When you, uh, one team uh, does what they did, uh, they're the m most recognizable. And I still say the most fun as a coach that I ever had was uh, coaching uh, uh, some guys that as freshmen uh, lost four or five more than they won. That was, you know, three great men here in town now. Uh, uh, Tim Crenshaw, who's president of the bank, and Jimbo Biden, Dr. Biden, yep. and uh, Steve Yellen. And uh, uh, every year they got better. And I think, uh, Joe, you will agree with me that... Uh, uh, that's what, make, that's what makes it fun, is seeing guys by the year get better. And uh, they started out, uh, we had a hard time beating anyone. And um, their junior and senior year, we beat Wichita, who had a couple guys that played in the NBA for years, uh, Livingston and Carr. And, uh, they shipped us right on up to Wisconsin uh, the next night. But... Uh, uh, and then next year we went to the NCAA tournament. So teams like that that gave it their all, and uh, some of the teams we had in the 90s when we just had uh, two scholarships a year, uh, I don't think you know people in town don't understand when you work the hard. When a coach is working the hardest, is when he's really down, and things are are real tough. And when it's the easiest, is when you have a bunch of good players. 
I think that's becoming the theme of tonight's show, guys, because we had that call from Roy, who, by the way, is, has won our $50 Howdy's Board of Bucks gift card. So, Roy, congratulations. Roy had the question about the walk-ons, about the guys that were unappreciated, who put in all the time. And I thought that was a great question. You I even talked a, about it a, also. It was a great question. I've never been asked that before. Yep. So, Roy, congratulations. The $50 Border Bucks gift card is yours. And uh, in the meantime, gentlemen, we've got uh, the basketball uh, season right around the corner. Workouts are going to start, I believe, in about two weeks or less than two weeks now with uh, team days. practices. Twelve days. Do you believe that the next time we're on the air... He, he knows how many days. Please. He knows how many hours and minutes. <laughs> um, the next time we do this, though, minor basketball season will already be officially underway with practice. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. They've got a new rule, and uh, I think it's quite... Joe, you might know better than I. But uh, there's two times a week you can get them all together. And then they've got uh, the other days where you can get three or four at a time. Yeah. And uh, what they're do doing is um, uh, we never did start for October 15th, but a lot of people did, so it just makes it even. Now, it's uh, going to be an interesting season, especially with that uh, schedule and uh, hitting Syracuse. And the BCA tournament, uh, which is coming up. Well, uh, you know, we're going to have a young team, and uh, that will be great for them. Now, after they play uh, in the Big Dome in Syracuse, I don't think anything can scare them after that. No, so I that'll agree. be great. All right. Joe, I want to thank you, as uh, we've uh, been telling everyone else, uh, for giving up your time, your night, and spending an hour with us here on the Don Haskins Show. It's been tremendous. I'm honored. Thank you very much. I tell you what, uh, Joe, I want to thank you, not just for tonight, but for all the years of all your loyal support, uh, except those years when you were running the sun car outside. <laughs> but you've been great. You've really been great over the years, and you're still there for us. There you go. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate that very much. It's Joe Gomez. Also want to thank Ben Collins for Sergio Robili. I'm Steve Kaplowitz. Two weeks from tonight, we're back here at Fuddruckers for another edition of the Don Haskins Show, only on News Radio. It's AM 600 KROD.